0: Fabcasters, this is no doubt the uh, the saddest I've ever been while doing uh, a show because my dad died two weeks ago, and my emotions have been all over the map. I am the phrase that keeps running through my mind is that I can't believe it. You know, sixty-six year olds aren't supposed to die, and especially my dad's not supposed to die. But I have a lot of confusion. But at the same time, I've never been so sure of a person um, having eternal life and being reunited with him in in the resurrection. But it's just a weird place to be because I believe with all my heart that the scriptures are true, that Jesus Christ is real, and that he will resurrect those who are dead in him. And at the same time, someone just an hour ago asked me asked me how I was doing, in the night, and then I, I started crying. And if grief is grief is a real um, thing that I'm still trying to wrap my mind around because I haven't been on this side of the death notification before, ever. I've never lost a parent before. I've lost grandparents but this is so different um, so that's where I'm at and I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to, to gather my thoughts on you know on on the air because I, I want I want to grieve in a way where I want to show the world um, how Christians grieve. We grieve as people, not without hope, but we grieve as people who are confident in the resurrection, confident in the scriptures. And at the same time, I'm not shy. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not shamed and, and showing my sadness, and my, my brokenness. Um, I, I I live a life that's secret-free, so for me to hide my emotions would be nonsensical and just ridiculous it's not what we're about I'm, I'm falling deep into community uh, my my I did not want to go to community group the 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 night after two days after actually and, and my good friends I mean my buddy my buddy Nate said get your bleep over here <laughs> you're coming to community group and then and then I showed it up, and I just sat down at the dinner table there with everybody there around me, and I just they just let me cry. And then it's been up and down, and and what's been really helpful in this time too is is just the most random people who I would never expect um, would share with me, like you know what, man, I, I lost my dad too, and it's not robbing or or switching. Um, it's it's genuine sharing that's been really uh, a blessing for me to hear um someone that i used to work with that i didn't really get along with uh, sent me an email and said you know uh he basically had the same situation as i did and i felt close to him um a previous supervisor told me the words he goes you know when when my dad died it was we felt like we got robbed and that's exactly that's exactly the the thoughts that that went through my mind but i couldn't i couldn't put any words on it i i I feel like I just got robbed and um i still feel i still feel like that you know um i i I've been spending the last two weeks making my dad's uh, memorial slideshow and to see him with so much life so vibrant in these videos it it doesn't make sense but what what i have done as i'm doing my my daily prayer and my morning prayer at the beach i have said in the midst of this storm i will still praise you god and because i have i have made um morning prayer a habit in my life because it's been part of my ritual it's been part of my routine every single morning that i'm at the beach sticking my hands in the sand saying claiming um, exclaiming and proclaiming the truth that i've been crucified with christ i no longer live but christ lives in me i've been buried with christ by baptism into his death i've been raised to the newness of life and i shut off every weight that so easily entangles and i fix my eyes on jesus the author perfecter of my faith because i've been doing that for years i can endure this pain with joy I can endure this, this little suffering stint with joy. And that's my encouragement to everybody going through something. It's, we, we have to say, in the midst of this storm, I will praise you anyways, God. You are transcendent, God, and you are not limited to what I am capable of understanding, so I cling to your promises, I'm not afraid to cry in front of my community group. I'm not afraid to cry in front of strangers. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold back. I'm in the grieving process, in the grief journey. I'm gonna allow myself to feel everything that I'm feeling, and I'm gonna allow everybody else around me, my family, my wife, my kids, to feel what they're feeling, and we're just gonna do this together. And I'm gonna jump jump into scripture as I have been. I'm gonna saturate my mind with with the scriptures so that I can lean on these things. So that I can apply what I know. and I can't apply what I don't know and I can't know what I haven't learned and I can't learn what I don't take the time and effort to get into, to study. And that's what my dad would want me to do. You know, my dad was the hardest working human being that I have ever met. Hardest working. An immigrant from the Philippines. Didn't know any English. Right, worked his way up from working at a gas station to getting a job at the nuclear power plant here in San, San Onofre, the San Onofre nuclear generating station in San Clemente. Like, who does that? You know, buys a house in San Clemente in 1986 for 134,000, and you know, goes uh, gathers a million dollars in equity. Like, who who does that? Besides someone who's blessed, who's a man after God's own heart he just worked so hard to provide a life for his for his kids and and what i'm most grateful for is the fact that i lived i moved back to my hometown two years ago and i got to spend every moment i could with getting to know my dad and being friends and 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 taking him on the marked men for christ retreat that was amazing like like we got to know each other and then I remember fasting and praying with the scariest moment that I've had with my dad where I said, I'm going to read him into my story and let him know everything that I've never let him know before. And I had my pastor praying for me. I had my community group surrounding me in prayer and and pushing me along and saying, fear not. We can't bow down to fear in this. And then pushing through and trusting God and saying, dad, um, I don't need you to do anything right now. I just want you to hear my story because I want you to... Get to know me better. And then I told him that story. It it so happens we were supposed to go shooting as a group. Everybody backs out except for me and my dad. That was the sign that I needed to just push forward. And so we went shooting. And then after that, we drove around. We drove around, like, took the scenic route everywhere in his Corvette. (laughs) In his little midlife Corvette. And then we talked for hours. Even got to my house and parked in the driveway and talked again. Talked more like connected at the deepest level that a father and son can can connect like here's my story dad and and him saying you know i i i sort of knew son i i knew those things were going on but i didn't say anything and will you forgive me And, and then i got to help my dad forgive his dad for how he was harsh on him when he was when he was a kid i mean worked through so much soul work and taking him to mark men for Christ and being able to wash my dad's feet in, in, in a final ceremony and say, dad, you're clean. You are clean. We are clean because the word he's spoken to us, John 13. So I am like, I'm grieving. I'm mourning, but I'm rejoicing. I'm rejoicing with those who rejoice. I'm mourning with those who mourn. I'm weeping with those who weep. It's all, it's all here. I, I've got to see my, my good buddy who's a chaplain uh he's a navy chaplain my buddy Aaron sat down with my mom and my mom asked him so what's your advice to me and just to see some good pastoral care cuz i can't be that for my family i'm 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 going to just be a son and a brother and grieve with my family but this this grief is so intense that uh i want to capture this in its raw rawest form just to be real and, and to let you know that whatever you're going through too, why don't we just do it together, right? Contact me, I'll contact you, whatever. You're grieving from loss, um, any kind of loss, a divorce, a heartbreak, a death, uh, Passover for promotion, whatever. We're called to grieve together. No man is an island. I've also put together a playlist of grief recovery um things i'm gonna put it in the in the link here uh i I put it together on youtube it's been phenomenal i found an old podcast of mine on grief grief recovery 101 that's been really helpful but i'm gonna i'm just gonna capture truth wherever i get it i'm gonna share it with you and i'm saying let's do this together this is god has called us to live in communities and and this is what we should do let's grieve together in community let's let's be broken together let's cry together. And let's look to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. I am confident. I am so confident in the resurrection of Jesus Christ that it it wipes away my tears when I think about being reunited with my dad, who is a believer, sold-out believer for Jesus Christ. Okay, Fabcasters. Until next time, I will keep you up to date, I promise, and uh, I love you. Peace.